Consumption, How and Why We Buy. Episode number one, published on Monday, December 3rd, 2012. From Toronto, New York, and the internet, this is Consumption, the podcast that explores the changing face of consumerism. Welcome to Consumption, How and Why We Buy, the first episode of this brand new podcast. My name is Graham Spicer. In the coming weeks, we'll be researching and delivering stories about all of us and how we consume things. From penny candy to private jets, everything we buy, we use, and we eventually throw away has a story. We're going to document some of these stories and explore the broader trends and consumerism behind them. We'll be speaking with experts in consumer behavior, marketing, retailing, journalism, and many other areas to uncover the offbeat and quirky behind the headlines. The plan is for future episodes of consumption to be about 30 minutes long, long enough to provide a meaningful amount of information, but short enough to listen to in one sitting or while commuting. New episodes will be published every three or four weeks. Please subscribe via iTunes or visit consumptionpodcast.com to learn more. We won't be truly successful without your help. Please send news items, story leads, interviews you might like to hear, ideas for new monthly segments. Really, any comments are welcome. Send them to us through our website, consumptionpodcast.com. This teaser episode is short. The honest truth is that it's the obligatory iTunes submission episode. Before a podcast can be listed in the iTunes podcast directory, Apple wants to hear a sample episode just to test what they call the feed, the way in which the audio files are hosted at the consumption computer servers so that they can talk to the iTunes servers. But we're not going to leave you without giving you anything. So let's get started. The Friday after American Thanksgiving has been the biggest shopping day of the year for over a decade. If there's a national day dedicated to conspicuous consumption, Black Friday is it. The results for 2012 are in, and this year's Black Friday event was either a tremendous success or a considerable disappointment, depending on how you slice the numbers. According to ShopperTrack, a retail research firm, American consumers spent $11.2 billion in physical bricks-and-mortar stores on Friday, November 23rd. That would indicate a drop in sales of 1.8% compared to 2011, despite an increase of 3.5% in foot traffic. Despite the slight decrease in sales on Black Friday, retailers seem generally buoyant after last weekend. This optimism is largely as a result of two new variables that are changing the face of Black Friday. Major chain stores are opening earlier and earlier on Thanksgiving Day, moving some large-ticket purchases that would have been made on Friday back into Thursday. And more and more consumers are comfortable with ordering products online from retailers they know and trust, rather than facing the parking lots at the local mall or big-box store. According to Businessweek, the history of the term Black Friday goes all the way back to 1869, when two financiers tried to corner the gold market and eventually crashed the New York Gold Exchange, rocking the presidency of Ulysses S. Grant. 
Linguist Ben Zimmer notes that modern usage of Black Friday can be traced to factory owners in the 1950s who used it to lament about worker absenteeism on the day after the Thanksgiving holiday. It wasn't until the 1960s that the term took on the present meaning thanks to cops in Philadelphia who used it when complaining about the influx of shoppers into downtown and the traffic headaches that came with them. Nancy Cohen, a historian at Harvard Business School, notes that by the 1970s, several newspapers in Philadelphia were using the term Black Friday to refer to the start of holiday shopping, but it still carried a relatively negative connotation. It wasn't until the 1980s that some retailers started referring to Black Friday sales in flyers and other advertising, and now the term has quickly grown to become a part of consumer culture. But in fact, the term Black Friday is now in danger of becoming passé. No longer is it a 24-hour event. This orgy of retail consumption now stretches for five days, from Thanksgiving Day through to the end of Cyber Monday. Retailers such as Walmart, Macy's, and Target started getting a head start on collecting holiday shoppers' money by opening at midnight Thanksgiving night. These opening times quickly moved earlier to 10 p.m., and this year Walmart, Sears, Kmart, and others opened at 8 p.m. Thursday night, spawning the new term Gray Thursday, and giving the $10 an hour greeters and cashiers at Walmart a whole new reason to be disgruntled with their employer. But the main reason for the end of Black Friday as we've come to know it is technology. In fact, respected analyst Nikki Baird of RSR Research suggests that the Internet has made Black Friday irrelevant. Baird has been advocating for several years that technology will spell the end of traditional retailing due to two key reasons, convenience and transparency. Now, convenience is the more obvious of these two reasons. According to the National Retail Federation, 52% of consumers will do at least some of their holiday shopping online this year, and online sales this holiday shopping season are expected to top $92 billion in the U.S. alone. Why? Because the shopper can browse, order, and then pay for their purchases at 3 a.m. while in their pajamas, without having to deal with a single line or rude salesperson. And with increasingly efficient shipping services powered by sophisticated logistics management at firms like Amazon and FedEx, the shopper can frequently get their purchase delivered the next day for free. The second benefit of technology is transparency, and this is the real game changer. According to an Ipsos Mediact poll conducted with Google, four in five shoppers will use their mobile devices while in store to assist them with holiday shopping. Some will be checking things like product features and in-store inventory availability, but of course many will be comparing prices. Websites like BlackFriday.com and others are making price comparisons easy and brutally forcing bricks-and-mortar stores to match prices with much leaner online retailers who don't have to carry the cost of building stores and large sales staffs. And finally, over two-thirds of online shoppers check out customer ratings and reviews when making an online purchase. This application of technology has the potential of becoming the ultimate expression of consumer transparency as retailers and manufacturers no longer control the dialogue about their products and stores. So enjoy Black Friday, Gray Thursday, and Cyber Monday next year.
and probably for a few more years yet. But the entire world of traditional retail is changing. Black Friday won't be the only thing about retail that morphs into something we can't even imagine over the next 10 years. And here's a Black Friday fun fact. One of the biggest sellers this year? Guns. As reported by CBS News, this year the FBI saw a 20% increase in the number of calls for instant background checks. In all, 154,873 American patriots bought firearms at discount prices on Black Friday. To put that in context, it would be like every adult and child in Iowa City, Iowa going to Walmart or Cabela's and buying a rifle. Iowa City is the 236th largest city in the United States. So that's it for our first teaser episode of Consumption. Your comments are encouraged. Please head to our website at consumptionpodcast.com to contact us. Links and more information on many of the topics discussed are available in our show notes. If you liked this episode, please tell your friends and ask them to subscribe via iTunes or at consumptionpodcast.com. Our next episode will be available Monday, December 17th, and will include a story on the role Coca-Cola has played in creating Christmas as we now know it, and the impact of South Korean pop culture on North America, Gangnam Style. Until next time, I'm Graham Spicer. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Consumption. Please subscribe to this podcast through iTunes. Show notes and more information can be found at consumptionpodcast.com. We encourage your comments, feedback, and story ideas. Consumption is a production of Hawthorne Digital Workshop. This audio recording is copyright 2012, Hawthorne Digital Workshop. All rights reserved.